I'm always going to try and do my bit regardless because as I said I'm not always I'm not going to know everything my grandkids and whoever else kind of are able to progress in life because of the things that I've done and they may not never may not ever know what I've done but at least I know in my heart that I've kind of served them it's about what I can then do for people moving forward What's going on everybody? I hope you are doing well. Welcome to Talking to My Thoughts, where we have open, honest, and raw conversations about, well, our thoughts. The topics will range from anxiety, life goals, relationship, kids, money, work, everything that runs through our head, so you know the possibilities are going to be endless. So let's get straight into it. My name is Craig Riviere. I'm not even going to say AKA, <laughs> Mr. Positive. Yep. And uh, he is joined by Mr. Simon, AKA SJ. So today we're going to be talking about black history. Um, massive topic, taken in different perspectives. I'll probably just get into mine straight away. Um, while we're even recording this, we are actually in Black History Month. Um, it is really great to me that we actually get to celebrate it um, in the month always recognizing the country. But as I know, it is always something that is enjoyed all the time. Um, it's never something that I, I, I don't celebrate. I'm always very proud to be um, black and St. Lucian. And um, I'm always trying to promote that. And I'm always going back to my country as well. Um, I guess that's my, my little piece to it. I'll let Simon give his piece on black history though. Yeah, so as Craig said, obviously we are in Black History Month while we're, we're recording this. Um, my my kind of standpoint, obviously, in terms of Black History as a month, obviously I'll go into a little bit more in depth in my recording, but it's it's not something I, I believe is is beneficial to kind of segregate our history into a month. And I think that history in general should be something that's educated throughout the lifespan throughout the year um and i definitely think that in terms of how i'm educated in terms of black history i definitely feel that I'm, there's a lot more i need to learn but i try and consciously um study up on it as much as i can i mean i watch documentaries i've read books um and i try and make sure that i'm insightful in my own history as much as possible um i kind of actually like the fact that you um talks about being insightful of your own history um not to even give anything away i probably think we should just get into our recordings um as you know on this podcast it is called talking to my thoughts where we are literally listening to the thoughts that we've had so we will pre-record the thoughts um of us speaking to ourselves we're not crazy we sane but um we will listen to it and we will then comment and discuss it. Um, and it just gives us a very raw version of how we speak to ourselves. So here's my recording and I hope you enjoy. Currently it's Black History Month, but sometimes I've never really understood the whole Black History Month. Like we are black all the time. Well, I'm black all the time. I'm always proud to be black. More importantly, I'm like more, I'm proud to always be St. Lucian. I'm sure you, a lot of people know that, but. I'm proud to. I'm, I've already booked my holiday for Christmas. This was crazy, but but 
for us to really talk about it, I know that black history is more than just booking your holiday for Christmas. It's been interested in your culture. It's been interested in what your background is. I'm really interested in St. Lucia and the stuff, the, the history behind it. Like I was not too long ago, you was going to do the ancestry check. Like, are you really black? Because <laughs> what we're taught is that in St. Lucia, we're not really like African, for example. Um, so it's not what well, I was. I wasn't checking if I was really black. I was checking out am I actually African? Because in Saint, well, when we're taught when we grew up, it wasn't really like yeah, we're African. It was more like this we're Caribbean. But I was thinking, well, where's the origin of black people? Though? Only one place in the world, which is Africa. But honestly, it was interesting to kind of like figure out. Yep, definitely African. I didn't do the ancestry check. I just said, no, I'm African. But where did it all come from? Like, how does Dominica have similar backgrounds to a similar Creole to St. Lucia? And how do all these other countries have different Creoles? These are all things that are so interesting to me. I think it's funny because as I get to know more about my history and the culture behind it and how the different Caribbean islands are linked, you just have a, a bit more of a, a closing, a, clo a bit of closure and feeling for it because you don't have to find there's any separation between the different countries. You don't have to have a separation between African and Caribbean. You just accept people and you accept yourself. And I think the more you accept yourself, you, is the easier it is to accept other people. And that's what really matters. Because really, you shouldn't really have to feel attacked or have a problem with other people's culture when you've accepted your own culture, per se, I could say. Um, but honestly, like I'm proud to be a black person. I'm proud. It's not to say that I'm trying to prove anything to other people. I'm just living up and bigging up my own country, bigging up how beautiful it is, bigging up my people, how beautiful they are. Um, I don't know. Love my skin. I don't even know how to explain it. It's weird. I've never had the separation of like thinking, oh, wouldn't it be nice to be not black? <laughs> I've just always been black, so it's just, I guess, just being proud and happy about yourself. But as I get to learn more of my culture, it does give me more of a closing, a closure feeling. Like where did we come from? Who are we? What is our history? Why is it that we had um, saltfish and breadfruit? Why is it that we are even on this island? Um, why is it that these, some of these islands share our culture? Like these are all things that are very key questions. And as I get to learn a bit more, it just feels like a closure kind of feeling, a feeling of wholeness in a sense by discovering more of my history you can be whole as an individual but when you start to like think about yourself as um, a black person or a cultured person what does that mean what does it look like it's not to say like in England we can go to a place where it's going to help us like feel that we're completely black because I don't know I don't know what area in England is there that we can just say yeah that's that's where black people reside but regardless because I've been able to go back to St. Lucia so often I have felt that kind of proudness and um, being patriotic about my country and I don't think everybody has that which is a bit unfortunate but I want to help people with that I would love to help people know more about St. Lucia and the culture I think it's like a proud I was, I'm really proud to have the title of Mr. West Indies um, where it's all about being unanimous and being in unity with everybody with all the different Caribbean islands and I've gone to so many African pageants and still have the same kind of unity it's just nice to have that to be proud of your people and be proud of what we do and what we are able to do 
And I think, don't think everybody has that same kind of feeling. So I guess it's my duty to kind of help people see that, see what's inside of them and learn more about their culture and want to learn more about their culture. Black history, man, we've got a lot behind it. Just got to be proud and willing to go towards it. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I think one thing that particularly, sorry, that particularly kind of stuck, stood out for me and a word that you used a couple of times in there was closure. Um, and I'm interested to know from obviously you listening to your thoughts and thinking about black history and how proud you are of being black and, and what you kind of do to contribute to that and how you feel when you're around your culture where what it almost feels like when you say the word closure that there was something before that there wasn't originally like there was something that was missing and how do you feel what has kind of brought you that closure and how do you feel that's kind of helped you to move forward i guess um like when we were younger as we know, like our, like our parents are first generation kind of Caribbeans in the UK, which means first generation mean that they were the first, probably the first Caribbeans to really be born in the, born into the UK and already Caribbean, um, from Caribbean parents. And the reason why that was something that was quite important was because to know is because when we were growing up, actually it used to be like African versus Caribbean back in school <laughs> days. And um, Simon would know about this, but we literally had that kind of debate. And also when we were taught, we didn't even know that we didn't believe that we were at all African or of African origin. And then as time goes on, we know there's gentrification and we didn't necessarily know a particular area where they are black people. And that's it. Like if today someone had to recommend, I had to recommend where in London should you go for, to be, feel like you're at home. I wouldn't know where to say, but if you're maybe a Chinese person, Jewish or Indian, maybe there's loads of little spots where you can think. So for me, the whole thing of closure, was understanding how are we black um what is our history how did how how did black people even end up on the island like saint lucia so saint lucia to give a bit of history about that um the first people on, in saint lucia were actually amerindians and trust me they were different looking to us but black people came from only one place which was africa which is obviously from boats etc and yeah saint lucians in particular have a mixture of like indian chinese and and African and other cultures, but actually the main dominant part is Africa. So back to your question, the reason why I felt there needs to be closure is because we had this, this kind of separation between our other black people. As we grow up, there's a lot of crime. There's a lot of um, um, people, gangs against each other and black and black on black violence. And um, again, Africa versus, versus Caribbean, it was a banter before, but actually when you get older, it, it starts to play a bit of a toll on you. Like, do you associate yourself with these people? Are they the same kind of culture as you? Can you, can you relate? And I think that, that gap that is created is very subconscious, but it, it, it means something. Cause then you're like, well, where do I belong? Who do I belong to? Where am I supposed to actually be? And gaining, gaining your history and understanding the link between different Caribbean countries and having a place to go and living in your culture gives you that wholeness and you don't have to feel lost. Often we are seeking everything outside in the world for answers, but when you can just feel whole in yourself, you, there's a different kind of feeling in that. Mm. Oh, okay. I mean, it's obviously in terms of how 
because I've never really thought about it in terms of how I would gain closure or if I need to even kind of gain any closure. Because for me, it's like our history's obviously been manipulated. Our history's been skewed. It's been erased. It's like obviously we won't even go into major details what we're talking about slavery and years ago what happened. And it's difficult to really know the roots of a lot of our history. Um, so I almost feel like for me, it, it's difficult to get any sense i mean in certain certain respects when you pick up bits of information there is closure involved but i don't know if you fully get any closure in 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 terms of history because a lot of it is gone a lot of it is gone and for me it's like me growing up obviously in the uk and obviously my my origins and my background is is caribbean as well but i almost slightly feel disconnected at times just because i don't have the information which i need to to then have that closure and it's like where do i then look where do i where do i find that information and what obviously you're saying that you've you've obviously i'm guessing you've researched into it and you've learned a little bit about your history in terms of saint lucia but how did you come about that information and what what made you even want to even start looking into that information um for me, I've got, I go to St. Lucia often. Um, I go to St. Lucia, it was once a year, then twice a year. And sometimes it's even three times a year I go to St. Lucia. So as you know, like I love St. Lucia. And people, if they know me, I'm there a lot of the time. People asking me like, when am I moving? And this isn't just because it's a holiday. I don't treat St. Lucia as a holiday. It's literally a second home to me. Um, and that, that kind of investment of energy, again, where your energy goes is where everything else is going to go. So because I put energy into St. Lucia, I've actually started taking it to another level in the sense of putting money into it, putting um, knowledge into it, putting my time into it and not just taking it as a holiday. It's not just a vacation, it's a home. And as, we, as something that is built into me, I, I want to see my community be built up. So me doing that has actually connected me with more people. Now, funny enough, in St. Lucia, they don't have this whole same disconnection between like what we have of black history and that like they only know black mm. um but they don't really see like the disconnection of when is it that i don't ever feel black but in, obviously in the uk we have a different case now back in the uk we have other solutions or other caribbeans trying to bring this kind of history and knowledge and culture into this country because this is also our home and not everybody has a luxury of going back to St. Lucia. so i start to connect with certain charities go to certain events um such as journey creole um and go to um kind of conventions which is around black history and stuff like that so going to these places have taught me more things like the whole i went to journey creole last year which is a culture event for all of the countries that um are creole speaking and they wear madras it's a very cultural event um and when i went to there last year they started to speak some of the stories and poems and songs in creole but funny enough this doctor who is trying to always find a link between Africa and the Caribbean. He said, these stories are direct translation in Congo, in French, which then means it's most likely when we had slave ships that came, they came from Congo and some of them were dropped into St. Lucia. Now we have the whole point of the whole Creole language was that actually it was a, like a, it's, it's broken. If people don't know what Creole, Creole is, um, broken French or broken language, basically. So French, but it's broken down into something a little bit different, but it's kind of similar, quite different. Um, and 
this was a way of Caribbean people owning their culture, saltfish and breadfruit. He also taught us, well, he didn't even teach us. He said saltfish and breadfruit was actually slave food, but that is a delicacy and a tradition in St. Lucia. And this is because again, St. Lucians just took what they had and owned it and said, this is now ours. And then a bit more to not to go on too far, but a bit more of it is actually Dominica has the same Creole as us, which is actually a few islands away from us. But their Creole is 2% different to us. But there's also Antigua and Martinique, like in between. So how did this all, all these things connect? Well, when, when this happens, when we speak to other Dominicans, we now call the Dominicans and Dominicans call us six, a sister country. Now, you can't say that when you meet another Caribbean person and the person says, oh, you are a sister country and we can speak almost the same language. This is completely different to what everyone else is speaking. That you don't feel a level, a level of closure, a level of bond that you have there. And then now when you speak to Congo, Congolese, like again, some of my friends are from Congo or I go to these pageants and they're speaking and they're having this kind of culture. And I'm, it, make, it interests me like, wow, how does your culture come to us? Or actually I can resonate with that. That is where my closure is. You're, you're creating this kind of bond, which only you guys have. And that is what where my closure is to, to me. And that's, that's, what, that's what has brought me to it. But yeah, me pushing myself into these cultural events and putting myself into these Black History conventions or whichever one it is and speaking to these people, having these conversations is where it starts. But that's my, my take on it. Let's, um, let's get into your recording. Okay, so it's 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 a bit of a weird topic because it's whether we're talking about black history in general and how it's educated to the younger generation and the kind of information that we're given or are we talking about black history in terms of a month? And Black History being a month, obviously, this is something that's been debated for years, and it's just something that I guess I just want to put my perspective on. I don't really believe in having a Black History Month, although I do think it's important to have a time to raise awareness and to take the time to educate people and get them to understand the roots of certain things because obviously we we all go to school and we all study history and a lot of the time it's it's history that is about other cultures and other religions and it's not necessarily a focus on black history in particular so i do believe that it's important to make sure that there is an awareness of that it's just that i shouldn't i don't believe that it should only happen within one point in the year and it should be something that's put into our schools and put into our education system. And it's something just like you have white history throughout the schools and you're educated on it all the time. Black history should be involved in that as well. And it shouldn't be, okay, now it's Black History Month. Let's talk about black history. Mm, I don't really agree with that. So that's my standpoint on that. I feel that I have somewhat of a good understanding of black history I mean I, I try and take the time when I can to to watch documentaries and and encourage obviously my kids to read books on on black history and important figures within black history so that's something I'm, I've definitely been conscious of 
making sure I understand where we've come from, where we've got to and where we should be going to in the future as as a culture, as a people, as a race, just like any other culture and, and any other race. They they understand their history and obviously ours has has been removed in a lot of different ways and, it, and it's always good to kind of find your roots again and find your belonging I guess so I think it's definitely important and it's definitely a good thing that we are raising awareness I just don't agree that it should only be at one point in the year I think it needs to be consistent because we need to bring clarity to the younger generation about where where we've evolved from where we've come where we've come from so I definitely think that's important that's yeah that's that's interesting to me um a couple points to really pick up is yeah it just been a month <sighs> yeah it is what it is it seems in it but I think what was happening when we were younger is that we were always looking for gatekeepers as I call them gatekeepers as to education media ways that we can inject more of our history and tell them this is what you should be playing this is what you should be showing to us etc this is what you should be educating to us but actually i think we just have a responsibility as our own black people to be the gatekeepers for ourselves put the media out ourselves like we have social media these days we have internet we have so many different pieces as to where we can put more into it and as you said actually there is a way where you can actually just how you asked me how do i kind of gain more history like clarity about my history and stuff like that. I actually just put myself in the events, put the time and energy into it. But the key part I actually wanted to ask you was um what power does it give you when you know where you came from and where you belong? Um what me personally or are you asking as as general what would that power bring to people? Oh, you for me to know where I come from in a way, I don't know what kind of power it would bring to me because I don't think I've had enough of that information yet. There's still a lot for me to learn. And as I said, there's a lot of things that are missing that we will never know. So that's why I was going back to the thing, point of closure is that for me, I may not ever find that total closure because I always know there's something that your history and your culture is something which is a part of you. And when you know that you can't find all of that information, you you almost feel like you're not complete. So for me, just going back to your question about what power does it give you to, to know about your history, it gives you a slight confidence to know that, okay, this is this is who I am. It's, it's almost like a part of you. These are the people that I belong to. This It's a sense of belonging, like who you are, your culture, your family, the people that have come before you. I mean, most of us will only remember our grandparents or our great grandparents at best before that you don't know anyone you don't live long enough to 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 learn from those people and understand what they've experienced and and their their part in in your life and for me being able to learn about them and learn about what they've experienced and what they did before you and why you're where you are is it does empower you in a certain way to say okay this is this is this is where i belong these are the people that i'm with and blah blah etc so it's important to know, but in many respects for me, it's like I'm always going to try and do my bit regardless, because as I said, I'm not always I'm not going to know everything. So I can just do the best I can to kind of serve my people and my family and make sure that 
for the next generation those those kids and my grandkids and whoever else kind of are able to progress in life because of the things that I've done and they may not never may not ever know what I've done but at least I know in my heart that I've kind of served them and that's what kind of gives me that power rather than looking so far back it's about what I can then do for people moving forward so it, it empowers me in a certain way, but then it's not necessarily going to change me completely in a way that I drive myself forward. And that's kind of how I see it. Um, one thing I wanted to kind of mention, just thinking about what you were saying as well, is that I do believe we all have a responsibility to at least know at some point where we came from and then help educate that to our kids. Because obviously when we're talking about Black History and Black History Month, it's not, I don't think it's enough. Me personally, I don't think it's enough. Mm. Like the month goes by so quick and then it's like, okay, yeah, we've done our bit, move on. And as I said, me, I try and be quite conscious of making sure that I'm doing my part, but making sure that my kids are also educated in a certain respect. So, so something as simple as when Christmas came about last year and I was thinking, okay, what can I get my kids? It's like, okay, I can get them toys, I can get them this, but I want to get them a book. And I got my eldest daughter a book about um, influential black figures and influential um, people that have, like inventors. So who was the first um, person that invented this? And who was the, the, the world's greatest literature and blah, 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 and black history and what black people have done to help evolve the culture that you're living in today? Mm. Because... Then they're not always getting taught that. Mm. And as you said, you're talking about the power and empowering people by giving them that ability to know where they've come from and what they can achieve. It's like these are the people, these these are the people that you're from. This is your culture. This is your family. And if they can do it, you can do it. And it empowers you to know that, okay, yeah. It gives you that confidence as well. So I think it's important that we we always I think, to be honest, we all have a responsibility to do that. As black people, we all have a responsibility. It's going to be a shame to think that everything that's happened within our history, everything that's gone on, you're just going to think, okay, cool, whatever that happened in the past, I'm going to move on with my life. My kids don't need to know anything about it. And next thing you know, the generation will pass and they'll just forget everything. That would be a, that would be a major shame, bro. I'm telling you, we all have a responsibility to make sure we know where we came from, at least in some part, so that it can help us to drive our culture forward. That's what I believe. No, I, I highly agree with that. Um, and it kind of leads me on to a question. Like, obviously, we went to the same school. And only, I'm really, like, trying to rack my brains right now as to when when did we learn about black history. But all I remember is watching a Roots video in, <laughs> in class. And that is literally all we had. Is that not back what in all days. the schools do? I don't know. If they still, if they still do that, it's a mad thing. But That's, do to, better. To be do, fair, if you're though, an educator, you shouldn't do better. Anyway. To, be, to be fair... It's not enough, but what I will say is that was probably my first introduction into learning about those things because mm -hmm. once they started playing stuff like Roots, I was like, oh, okay. It so opened up my eyes. So then I didn't have to then take it on board myself then start looking at more things. But that almost opened the door up for me a little bit. And that's only because of whether it's my parents or pa grandparents, yeah. they never kind of put that onto me yeah. so that was the thing that opened up my eyes and then said cool i'm gonna look into this a little bit more same thing for me i didn't have i never had this whole black talk or anything like that with my parents but it kind of leads me on to my next question which was 
the fact that we had in our upbringing a lack of so to be, give us some context like simon is 30 years old and i'm basically 30 as well <laughs> basically basically like january <laughs> big things anyway so anyway um to give us give you a bit of context um we're 30 years old and if that is all we kind of had in our history of what we kind of saw in school how has the lack of being taught that history affected you like obviously we a lot of the conversations in this day and age is talking about people need to like kids need to be able to see other black people that have achieved things and stuff like that and if they can't then they maybe not believe that they can have you has did that have that same effect on you or for me to inject in that straight away i haven't Mm. I I'd never ever felt that I couldn't achieve something on the basis that I wouldn't I didn't see another black person do it. Yeah. I was always actually I was I'm quite different. I'm a quite introverted person. I never really followed the crowd or anything like that. Yeah. So that also kind of I didn't really I didn't I couldn't even imagine any role models either. Yeah. I don't I didn't have any role models. I just my parents just always used to tell me do like do the it doesn't matter what your class did do the best that you can do keep doing the best you can do so i was quite isolated but i don't know maybe it might not be the same for you no but i mean I, it's similar and it goes back to the point you made made about how knowing your history how much power does it give you or how much does it empower you as you said you the lack of that information that you had didn't necessarily stop you from where your ambitions were and what you was going to do in terms of thinking about yourself as a black person and and how you would move forward in your life so for me, again, it's not necessarily about knowing that information is going to change me in a major way or empower me in a certain way to see like, boom. But you need to, you at some point, you need to know at least where you've come from. And I think that definitely that lack of, it didn't necessarily change me, but that that point in which I did see something, it made me want to know more. Because as you, again, talking about closure, it's like, I never really even thought about that until someone pointed it out to me. This is where you've come from, you know? Mm. Oh, is it? What else, have, what else don't I know? Mm. Seeing as I didn't know anything about that, what else don't I know? Mm. And then it just led me to just think and, and learn about other things. Mm. But again, it's not necessarily about I had to learn that so that I could get closure or I had to learn that so that I could be empowered. Mm -hmm. It's just that I feel for me, we all have a responsibility to know where we've come from. Uh, I can, I, yeah, I can interject with that. I guess I was blessed with the ability to go to Saint Lucia from since I was young quite often. Mm. So my injection of black history or black culture in general was actually a lot to do with Saint Lucia and learning stuff like that and kind of appreciating where I am in this country, but also back there um, of from the stuff that they do, the certain cultural events, the food, the people, the way they speak. Mm. Um, and then obviously down here and even there we get to enjoy carnival again that's another time we get to enjoy our culture this has been a I think like especially how much I'm involved in carnival now in St. Lucia I almost couldn't imagine myself not having that mm. so imagine the people that don't have the same blessings of being able to go on holiday maybe are not of age or maybe don't have an interest in going to carnival like where do they even get their mm. their knowledge or their experience of their own culture and how does this make people feel i'm not sure this is probably an open question for you guys how does it make you feel when you don't have that level of culture or that kind of bond or connection with your own background like you can say i don't know some people might be i don't know it could be guyanese or it could be um antiguan and maybe you're part white as well or maybe you're full Ant antiguan or whichever other mix it can be how does it make you feel when you actually have no knowledge of your culture of that side of you is is do you feel a bit lost do you feel like it's okay 
and you just make up something else what do you teach your children when you talk about your background if you teach them at all like you understand what i'm saying i think that some a lot of people don't really know what they're missing until it's pointed out to them sure and that's as i said just going back on what i said i didn't really know what i didn't know until i found out something and then i was like okay so then what else don't i know mm -hmm. some people will live their lives as they do being okay with not knowing because there's nothing that's 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 enlightened them there's nothing that's kind of clicked mm -hmm. with them or in their head they haven't thought you know what i need to start looking back a little bit a lot of people mm -hmm. are just forward thinkers mm -hmm. and, that, and they may not even think okay what did my grand my great grandparents do or mm -hmm. my great 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 grandparents do how did i get here like what happened like mm -hmm. some people are just like well i'm here now this is my life mm -hmm. i'm moving forward this is what i need to do and if and it's, it's all about focus as well what mm -hmm. your focus is on i'm here to raise my kids i'm here to get a job i'm not really again with life things go by so fast you're not even really thinking about what's happening behind you you're just thinking about these are my goals these are my ambitions this is what i need to get to and then it's only when that stopping point happens where it's just like wait where are you from what's your surname oh are you from so and so do you speak this language it's like no why would i speak that language well because your surname's this and that surname means blah 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 and it's like oh really so yeah therefore you're my cousin's cousin and this is and then it's just you start linking things up and then it's like okay so now there's a little bit more to who i am now it's interesting i really want it's like something you were saying like um like them asking that kind of question your surname etc now when we were growing up we didn't really have we had msn so <laughs> that's how that's our age but um now we have like social media and and snapchat and facebook and like instagram there's so many different ways of people trying to be like somebody else or be somebody everybody's trying to get noticed or be somebody when they are already somebody and i think maybe in our day we didn't really have that kind of conflict of trying to be somebody we were just in our school you know kind of it was a little bit isolated we had msn but that's just talking to people you already knew but in this day and age everyone's trying to find an identity where they already have their identity now this is where i i, I again believe that it's almost like black history and the awareness of it wanting to be raised has also come in the, in the same kind of correlation there's a bit of a correlation where people also have lost their self-identity mm. they're losing themselves by trying to be somebody else or be someone they see on tv who they don't even know or they don't even know if it's a good life for them but mm. it's almost like because they don't have this belonging maybe this is what is causing them causing a lot of people to like think that they're nobody yeah. when they are somebody so i don't know i don't know the answers to this but once again, as I, I'm telling you now, <clears throat> if I was to think of myself in this day and age and I took away St. Like Lucia, took away all that culture, took away carnival, took away um, black food, black people food, black people music, and took away all that, and I didn't have that in my life, honestly, I almost feel like I don't know what much is left of what I would tell, what who I would be. Yeah. So imagining people actually living that life or bringing children into that life and they are seeking identity and they can't even know, they don't even know their history that's a piece of you or a whole of you that you've mm. lost. And I really think there's a, there is a level of importance to kind of educate them and give them this kind of self-identity. Again, there's a lot of people that are in this world of all different cultures who do know their culture and are, are being taught and are being are fully aware or are in a community which is celebrating it. But let's say in black people, we don't like his, like black culture other than carnival. I don't really know many other places where we get to really celebrate this in this country. So this is where we go. We link back to black history month is not enough. Actually, it should be a lot more, especially when we're coming to a crisis where people are losing their identity. And it's not just people might be thinking, oh, that's just kids on Instagram. But bro, there's people at 30, 40 years old 
scrolling through Instagram, scrolling through Snapchat day in, day out for nine hours looking for something to fill them up and it doesn't fill them because it's, it's not there. You understand? So yeah, that's, a, that's kind of my piece on the, like the whole black history and I kind of, how it kind of correlates into this day and age mm. and how it might be different for the need for it that we needed it back in the day. But actually, maybe we did need it because now we're here today feeling quite positive about who we are yeah. and our culture and what we celebrate, especially me and you who do live up in carnival and do um, enjoy black people food and stuff like that. So I've got a question before we obviously wrap up and, mm -hmm. and give our kind of final thoughts <clears throat> is that obviously when you get to a certain age, you start having kids and whatever else, how important is it do you think for you that your kids would need to know how important is it that they would need to know about their history for them to kind of move forward? What do you think it would do for them? Extremely important. Like, they going to get St. Lucia pushed upon them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just St. Lucia, Caribbean culture and black, black culture in, in general. It is actually a very, very important thing to me. And the reason why I even get involved in charities that um, bring the culture to the UK and celebrate these things is because I don't want the culture to be diluted into, I don't know, like imagine adding, I don't know, having a juice and you pour water into it. How much, how much of the juice is still going to have color in it? By the time you keep pouring water and you just diluting it, I want the juice to be strong, concentrate, sugar, you know, <laughs> I want that a rush, but no, but honestly, it's very important to me. And do I know like their future or whatever? I don't know, but I want them to fully know themselves. I think we are, we are constantly, like as human beings, we are constantly waking up into this world, looking for answers and pieces to a puzzle that we think is missing pieces. And we take it from different parts of the world. We take it from our job. We take it from social media. We take it from people giving us compliments. If we take it from all these other things, trying to piece us together to make us feel a bit more fulfilled. But actually a lot of the stuff, like when, once you're born, you are full, you are complete. You have a history behind you already. You have struggle you have um success you have all these things behind you it is honestly an, a powerful thing to be given all of what you what where you came from and then go out into the world because i believe people would stop seeking so much um like puzzle pieces from the world and actually realize i'm walking into this world as a full person and i'm gonna impose myself onto this world not have the world be imposed onto me and crush me so that is my, that is what I believe makes it so powerful to give them everything. And this means the black history. This means where I came from, what did I struggle with? This means everything to give it to them and they can decide what they want to do, but they will know exactly where they came from. Sounds like a good point to end, to be <laughs> fair. I think that's a good point to end. I mean, if there's anything else you want to say, but you can wrap it up there if you want. Yeah, just... If, you, if you're interested, as with anything, if you're searching for a holiday, searching for a best deal, <laughs> searching for your best phone, your next phone you're going to choose, you put time into it, you put research into it, you go on the internet, you do these things. If you're interested in your history, go and search for it. Put the time, put the money, put the resources, and you will find the answers that you're looking for or not looking for. But you know what? At least you won't just give a shrug shoulders when people ask you about your history. Simple as that. So once again, thank you for listening to us. We are not here for you to be a consumer. We are here for you to also be a producer and tell us your story too. So if you are somebody who has a story to tell about your, your history, your, your background, if you're also Dominican, St. Lucian, 
but also all the other countries <laughs> if you're african if you want to tell us about your history let us know and also let us know how important it is for you to know your history what how has it affected you to of learn your background or not of learn your background as well thank you for listening dm us email us and we here but we out right now peace blessings